This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to the Carrie Murphy Show, Straight Talk for the Soul, your weekly multivitamin for the body, mind, and spirit, hosted by Carrie Murphy. As an award-winning media personality, inspirational speaker, best-selling author, and soul success coach, Carrie is devoted to offering you energetic and practical insights to support you in claiming the inner worth, outer wealth, and optimal health you desire and deserve. And now it's time to get started with some straight talk for the soul. Let's welcome your host, Carrie Murphy. everybody and welcome to the Carrie Murphy show. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host uh, and the creator of this amazing show, if I do say so myself. <laughs> um here to have some fun today and I'm I'm, I'm really excited to be here with all of you because I'm devoting the next hour uh to my favorite subject, love. Love, 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 my friends. Yes, let's talk about love. It is time for a love connection. A reunion with your heart, a connection with other hearts, a connection with yourself, perhaps one that you've been denying or ignoring or avoiding uh, for a while. This is a very powerful topic, so fasten those energetic seatbelts and get ready to expand your awareness, uplift your spirit, and realize your innate worthiness for love. Uh, your potential to open your heart and your power to to claim and offer and receive everything that your heart desires. Uh, because we're going to get very clear on something today. And what is that? Well, the clarity that you're going to gain is, is from the following question. Are you thriving in love or depriving yourself of love? And I'm not just speaking of romantic love. I'm speaking of love for yourself, love with your family, love with friends, love with a partner, love in all forms. So, again, it's going to be an empowering, enlightening, exciting show that is intended to expand your experience of love. And who doesn't want that, right? So before I go any further, I want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, good afternoon, and good day to all of you tuning in from around the world. It is a pleasure to have you here. Uh, if it's your first time, welcome. If you've been a long-time listener, welcome back. Uh, welcome to this global listening family. We have... Um, about three and a half a million subscribed listeners to this show. We are moving on up and soon we will be reaching four million, five million, ten million or more. Uh, this is all about empowerment, empowerment of the soul. So please spread the word, uh, to those that you feel, uh, would benefit from some soulful empowerment and, and a supportive community like this. If you have not yet subscribed to this show, it is simple, easy and free. 
you can go to my main website at kerrymurphy.com, C-A-R-I-M-U-R-P-H-Y.com. Click on the radio show page, and you're going to see an iTunes graphic there. Uh, just click on it to subscribe. And while you're there on that page, uh, get yourself registered for my other show. I do this radio show for free, and I also have created and I host the Straight Talk for the Soul series, which airs daily. It's a show where I bring on guests, and uh, guests who happen to be some of the world's greatest healers, thought leaders, and spiritual teachers, and we get uplifted and inspired together. Uh, and you can learn more and join us by phone or computer from anywhere in the world by going to straighttalkforthesoul.com. And you can find the replays on iTunes, just like this show. The Carrie Murphy Show is on iTunes, and the Straight Talk for the Soul show is on iTunes. Just type in Carrie Murphy or type in uh, um, Straight Talk for the Soul. Uh, we're also on YouTube now. And when you register, whether it's on iTunes or at straighttalkforthesoul.com or um, on YouTube, you're going to have unlimited access to get all of these um, calls and shows um, available to you at your convenience. And I love knowing that many of you take me with you hiking and biking, and we, we garden together, we get ready for work together, we drive, we play, we exercise, uh, and a whole lot more. And I, I'm continually uh, just delighted and humbled and excited to get your emails telling me about all the the upliftment that is occurring in your lives from listening to this show and the Straight Talk for the Soul series. And I get excited about all the places and the spaces that I hear that I go with you, <laughs> whether it's traveling or um, wherever it happens to be. We are definitely in this journey together, and I, I'm right there with you, walking right beside you, hand in hand, heart to heart, every step of the way. Um, as I mentioned, you can join me on YouTube, Facebook, type in Carrie L. Murphy, type in Straight Talk for the Soul, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. Um, it's really fun to see you, to interact with you off the air between these shows. So let's expand that connection. Uh, and especially since that's what this show is about today, love and connection. It's time for a love connection, my friends. And, and it's time to feel a sense of community in, a, in an even greater way, even greater way, excuse me. So let's expand the love. And again, that's what this show is all about today. Uh, before we dive into more love, 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 uh, let's get the energy flowing. It's time to breathe and move. I do this at the beginning of every show because I know without a shadow of a doubt that the power of consciously directing our focus and blending our breath with movement um, is really significant um, for our consciousness. It's also really powerful for our bodies as we clear and open uh, so we can really maximize our time together so our, our, our hearts are as open as possible. So at this point, I invite you to just slow down and really zoom inward, really focus on you. Give yourself that gift. Focus in on your breathing. So let's all take in a deep cleansing breath in through your nose and just hold it and release. Take in another breath and hold it. Great. Just release. And now let's get your body moving. I invite you to just shake out your hands, rotate those beautiful shoulders, uh, move your head and your neck from side to side in a very gentle way. And don't forget to breathe. Yes, keep breathing deeply. 
breathing in brand new streams of light and uh, and just visualize and allow that light to ignite the movement of the energy inside you. Keep stretching your neck from side to side, up, down, all around. Just move that beautiful body of yours, intending to loosen up any uh, stagnant or stuck energy caused by stress or a lack of love. And begin to just see and feel and know that this movie, this energy is now beginning to move and flow. Just keep breathing deeply. Please shake out your hands. Keep moving. Trust that all the tension is melting away and that you're in the flow. And that feels really good to be in the flow. So let's take in one more really deep breath and hold it and release. Okay, we are ready. Um, we're going to talk about love. <laughs> what could be better than talking about love? Well, today I'm going to talk about love in perhaps a new and unique way than you may have heard before uh, or that I've even spoken about before. So here's what I know. Life is about evolution, and the evolution of our capacity to give and receive love is one of our primary purposes for being alive. And if you actually look at the word evolve, uh, love is contained within it. Have you ever noticed that? Well, the first four letters of the word evolve is actually love spelled backwards. And it's because they're, they're, they're linked. <laughs> evolution and love. Love and evolution, they go hand in hand. And yet without evolution, an evolution of our thoughts and beliefs, our communication style, uh, an evolution in our responses, our interpretations or perspectives, love cannot expand. And that's what we're talking about today. Uh, we cannot thrive in love and deprive ourselves of love at the same time. And before I continue on with this, I want to preface that everything that I'm going to share today and uh, is with the clarity and the understanding that has expanded within me and that I've realized and continue to refine and realize since I had a near-death experience in 1997. That experience changed my life, of course, and and the choices uh, from that time that I make are, are really conscious. And these choices are to cultivate my own evolution, my, the evolution of my awareness and consciousness. And this has gifted me with the continual access uh, to the eternal part of me. And we all have that eternal part of us uh, that reminds us, that is there to remind us of what is possible, of, of new progressive ways of looking at life, of looking at love, looking at ourselves, looking at our relationships, and, and remembering our creative potential. So today we're really going to gently break through some of the internal barriers or walls that uh, may have been contributing uh, to um, us being or feeling deprived of love. We're going to really get to the essence of our energy with um, the intention here is to liberate your heart. That's really what my intention is in ways that allow you to openly offer, share, and receive all of the love that is available to you. Because once we identify and let go of all the ways we've been blocking or depriving ourselves of love, then we open the doors to receiving it, feeling it, experiencing it, offering it. So a question for you. Are you allowing yourself this sweet satisfaction of swimming in a blissful sea of love? An ocean of love really begins and ends inside of you. 
Or have you been building walls around your heart that prevent the flow of love from being a permanent flowing feeling in your existence? So our primary question today is, are you thriving in love or are you enduring a pattern of depriving yourself of it? So I'm here to remind us all that we are not powerless beings. Oftentimes we've just dismissed or given away, ignored or denied our power by not acknowledging or claiming it. But that is just a pattern, and that can be changed beginning today. Uh, right now, in fact, if that's something that you choose for yourself. This is all about owning our power of perception, owning our power to clearly see our patterns. Um, this also gives us the power to upgrade them so that life becomes easier, love becomes easier. And it's important that we have compassion and not judge ourselves. This is simply about becoming aware of certain patterns. And this is just information. That's the most empowering way to look at the patterns that we see in our lives and in ourselves. It's simply information. So another good question to ask yourself is this. What am I addicted to? <laughs> addictions, uh, they're not just related to alcohol or drugs. We oftentimes have addictions to thought. We have addictions to belief, addictions to limiting expectations. Um, and that includes addictions to experiences with love, whether it's self-love or allowing and receiving love from others. So patterns of thought, they, they can really be likened to addictions. But not all addictions have to be negative or disempowering. Uh, it's like that old song, um, <laughs> you're going to have to face that you're addicted to love. Well, you can be someone who loves love. So you're addicted to welcoming love. Or you can be someone who continually dismisses it, uh, ignores it, disregards it. So are you, my precious friend, addicted to celebrating love or doubting love? Are you addicted to magnetizing love in the most beautiful of ways or repelling it? There is powerful, amazingly powerful momentum that is created uh, when we have longstanding patterns or addictions to particular thoughts or feelings or expectations or beliefs. So what better time than right now to make a commitment to yourself, to really raise the bar, to raise your internal standards so that you become joyfully addicted to love, um, to harmonious connection, to abundance and vitality and uplifting interactions, to soulful intimacy, to the flow of vulnerability and openness, and to the freedom that is realized when you feel and claim love as your birthright in expression and experience and embodiment. And so the beautiful thing is we can create empowering new patterns where we become joyfully, gleefully, beautifully addicted to the beauty of life uh, and to celebrating and shifting that energetic momentum just a little bit every day so that we open ourselves. We open, open, open ourselves to love, to loving ourselves, to loving others and to being and becoming uh, these pure open vessels that naturally and easily receive love rather than repel it. <laughs> The interesting thing is that most often we don't even realize these addictive patterns of thinking and believing. Uh, it's not until we really take uh, ownership of our experience that we can finally uh, see more clearly the patterns that we've been dwelling in, uh, sometimes for many, many years. Uh, 
Uh, oftentimes we've developed these limiting patterns to being conditional uh, about receiving love or offering love. Um, this is such a, a natural part of being human. So our beliefs and expectations are just, they're just these addictions to certain patterns of thought. They're repetitive patterns of thinking about something. In this case, I'm highlighting the topic of love. So if we can re-identify or label patterns or addictions in a new way, Anything and everything can be considered an addiction. So if it does, so it doesn't feel so heavy and impossible to get out of. They're just patterns and patterns can be changed. That is what evolution is all about. And that's the purpose for being alive here on planet Earth at this time. Um, we can proactively diffuse any struggle and shame and blame. We can proactively diffuse it. How? By expanding our perspective on anything. And in this case, it's expanding our perspective on the patterns that we've developed, uh, that we become addicted to, either uh, withholding or depriving ourselves of love or the easy and natural giving and receiving of it. Because now is the time to really give ourselves uh, the option, the opportunity um, to gain the keys uh, to any self-imposed imprisonment that we've unknowingly created for ourselves. And... The only way to effectively move forward and be progressive in love, progressive in our personal lives, progressive in our, in our work, in our society as a whole, is to perceive and look at things in a new way. Uh, that, that's where liberation happens. So if someone feels broken or incapable or doomed to something because of a label, it's really time to change that label and expand our perception of it. And that includes uh, that word addiction. People can limit themselves to a lifetime of perceived wrongness about themselves. When expanding the ways that we treat ourselves, um, we can actually become addicted to love in the most beautiful, blissful, open, pure, loving ways, rather than addicted to the patterns of fighting against it or judging it or judging our capacity to give or receive it. So if we allow ourselves to be high in love and celebration and connection and appreciation and gratitude, then that new addiction for, for those things can be a really beautiful thing. So we essentially have two options. We can look at love through the lens of lack and loss. And, you know, it can, sometimes that can be easy to do because we have had a lot of lack and loss in our lives, you know, so, but we also, um, you know, without realizing it, we can become quite addicted to that lens of lack and loss. Um, so the key here is to shift that lens and look at love through the lens of, of beauty and possibility and bliss. And that can become our new addiction. You know, <laughs> that's pretty empowering, right? What I've noticed is that people can often deprive themselves unknowingly of the love that is available. So they become unknowingly addicted to depriving themselves of the abundance of love that is within them and around them. Um, it becomes a pattern of expectation where they just don't expect uh, to give to give it, to receive it. Um, they don't feel worthy of it, or it becomes it becomes really challenging to offer it because uh, it becomes very conditional. Um, and therefore, any continual cycle of depriving themselves uh, of the most natural component of, of this existence um, 
they're not even aware that that's happening. But with awareness, evolution and change, it absolutely can happen. That's what this show is all about, to remind us of our power, our creative capacity to create shifts and changes in our lives. And anytime we feel um, an absence of the presence of love, it's something that must be cultivated inside us first. Uh, we must uh, develop a connection to ourselves. We must become addicted to cultivating love from within us so that it is a, a sweet, natural, organic state of being that naturally de delivers infinite streams of love from the outside as well. So there's a continuous stream of love flowing out of us uh, in a very conscious way and then back in. And I'm even seeing it in my mind's eye like a figure eight, an infinity sign, you know, a continuous stream of love flowing out of us and then back in, going out of the heart and then back into the heart, going out of the body and into the world and then back inside. So there's a continuous stream. Now that is a sweet addiction, right? <laughs> One way that I noticed a cycle of deprivation happening is when there is a focus on, um, I should have done this, I could have done this, would have done that, meaning there's a focus on what we or others should have done, could have done in the past, instead of maintaining our focus on the present where everything is possible. Um, because nothing, nothing, nothing is new. Uh, nothing can be new or possible when we're looking backward. Uh, so important to remember that uh, when we focus on the ways that we perceive ourselves or others as uh, depriving us of love by not giving us what we need or what we needed in the past, we only continue a cycle of deprivation in the present. So when we begin to gently and easily soften, it's such a powerful word when it comes to having compassion for ourselves and opening our hearts, soften, soften any of those tendencies where we have previously focused on feelings of abandonment or perceived wrongdoings of others. Uh, when, when we do that, when we soften those tendencies, we're going to simultaneously open the flow within us again so that we can offer and receive love in new ways. And something else that is worth mentioning is that we have never, ever, ever wasted time, nor have there been wasted experiences in our lives. So if you find yourself saying, oh, I wasted all those years of my life in that relationship or that marriage or it didn't work out, the truth, the truth from a soul perspective is that it was probably the greatest catalyst for your growth. And so nothing is ever wasted. Everything is so purposeful from a soul perspective because without all of our experiences, especially the most challenging ones, we wouldn't be the expanded versions of ourselves that we are in this now moment. And I find that oftentimes people can deprive themselves of the beauty of love in the moment by lingering in limiting thoughts of blame whether it's toward themselves or others about time that was wasted or perceived time that was wasted because everything is divinely purposeful. Everything is, is meaningful, especially if and when it appears like it wasn't from the broader perspective, everything provides us with the immense potential for our personal evolution and expansion. Now, whether we, we take that option uh, and embrace that potential, that's up to us. Um, 
And we can't control if someone else embraces that potential for evolution and expansion or not. You know, that that's part of this human journey is we all get to decide. And we get to decide how we perceive everything. So the beautiful realization is that when we become addicted to finding peace with who we are or where we've been or, or where we are now, we stabilize and we harmonize our energy field so that we are no longer repelling love. We're magnetizing it instead. What a gift that is to give yourself, to change your pattern so that you stabilize and harmonize your energy field so you're no longer repelling love. You become a magnet for it. When we unknowingly become addicted to stirring up inner conflict within us by reactivating negative memories of the past, we deprive ourselves of what we can experience in the present moment. And uh, I want to say, if you've just tuned in, you're listening to The Carrie Murphy Show. Today I'm talking about love. Uh, it's time for a connection, a reunion uh, with your own heart. Are you thriving in love or are you depriving yourself of it? Uh, it's really empowering to know and realize our patterns so that we can change them if they aren't benefiting us. And feelings of resentment, unfairness, injustice uh, about the love we experienced or the relationships we've experienced in our past. Uh, and this can be family members or other relationships. I'm not just referring to romantic love and those relationships. Um, but those patterns of replaying or reactivating or rehashing feelings of blame, injustice, or resentment. All they do is they keep us in the cycle of depriving ourselves of the love that we desire. And it can become a cycle that becomes so familiar um, that unless we tr truly see that pattern, we can't select a new one. So this show is about clearly seeing when that happens uh, so that we can change it. You know, as long as we're swimming in a sea of condemnation of ourselves or anyone else, we're going to block the flow of love that is available to us. And peace, uh, the energy of peace is self-selected. Love is self-selected. It is something, it is a frequency that is allowed. It is activated from within us. It doesn't come from outside of us. It is selected and claimed from within first. And only then can we see it streaming in from outside of us, but it has to begin within us. And life has a really amusing way, <laughs> a really amusing way of supporting our our focus. And uh, that's worth repeating. Whatever we repeatedly focus upon reappears. <laughs> Whatever we repeatedly focus on reappears. If we insist on continually doing things in the same old ways or, or focusing on love in the same old limiting ways, we can't experience anything new or different. And it's important to remind you in this moment that you're never broken or disadvantaged unless you perceive yourself to be or or claim yourself to be because each of us, and I'm not just speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself, to everyone. Um, we don't have to define the way that we experience a love in our lives by explaining our experience of it in the past. We no longer have to define the way that we experience love in our lives by explaining 
what happened yesterday or 10 years ago or 30 years ago or 50 years ago or the last lifetime or, or wherever. But, wow, when we begin to insist on allowing ourselves to feel love in a new way, life is going to support that a million times over. Because whatever we repeatedly focus on reappears and magnifies and expands in our lives. You know, thought by thought, frame by frame, feeling by feeling, we can actually build a house of love. An overflowing, beautiful, infinitely uh, home in our hearts that is overflowing with love. You know, everything that we experience is just an exaggerated version of our energy. Our focus is is activated with a giant universal galactic magnifying glass. And whether we realize it or not, we are building and building and building and amplifying wherever and whatever we are focused on. So there is no beginning or ending to who we are, to who we're becoming, or to our evolved state of being. We are continually creating and ideally continually expanding. But it all depends on what we're focused on because that universal magnifying glass, it shines its light upon that focus and it multiplies it. (laughs) So if you're feeling loving and lovable, that feeling and experience will expand and multiply. And that's a gift you can give yourself. So when we become aware of whether we have more patterns, uh, or more addictions to optimism or pessimism when it comes to love or anything else, we have the power to shift that. Uh, We always have the power to open our hearts and our experiences and life to something new and something a little more beautiful. Because if we're addicted to thinking about a lack of love, a lack of opportunity, a lack of support, a lack of possibility, we're probably addicted to thinking about a lack of, of everything else in our lives. Uh, to a pessimistic outlook in general. So if we shift to thinking of an abundance, become addicted to abundance, an abundance of love, an abundance of joy, an abundance of connection, an abundance of vitality and opportunity and success and the overflowing stream of love, the true wealth of love, only then can we ignite new beginnings in our lives because uh that's going to reflect that shift in our focus. You know, new beginnings match our focus. So when we shift our focus to um, love and joy and abundance, we ignite new beginnings in our lives that reflect that. Uh, And people and experiences um, enter our lives that reflect that focus on abundance. So what continually amazes me is realizing again and again that we are the source of our own punishment or infinite magnificent amazing rewards in all areas of our lives we're the source of either the punishment or the rewards and we can live our lives rooted in what i want to call the fault factor or the creation factor so again we can live our lives rooted in the fault factor or the creation factor. And that means we can consistently search for the faults in ourselves and others in life, or we can become empowered and create and allow for dynamic, magical, phenomenal, wonderful new experiences of love. And that can begin right now because every new moment is a fresh start if we allow it to be. 
you know, finding fault with life and love, it can become a, an all-too-familiar pattern. And yet, beginning in every new moment, we can start creating a new familiar expectation or pattern or thought process, pro, thought process, excuse me, and belief about love that is expansive rather than restrictive. Um, that allows for an evolution in our experience of it, and that allows for an infinite continuous stream of love entering in through and around us. So that becomes the new normal, the new familiar. And embracing a new familiar does not require us to force that into being um, or so intensely make ourselves wrong for doing it the old way for so long. My point is that we can gently open into a new pattern of being love and receiving love, um, that isn't coming from a space of dep desperation uh, or deprivation or intensity. Instead, it comes from a space of readiness and openness and excitement and willingness and appreciation and acknowledgement and inner peace. When we try too hard to force something into place, that intense trying activates this feeling of mistrust in ourselves and our creative potential. So that can kind of backfire. So what I have found through direct personal experience is that it's more about opening and allowing than it is about making something happen. You know, there may be a very subtle uh, difference there, but that, that subtle difference uh holds a very clear distinction with regard to energy and, you know, the energy offered in those two positions. And this applies not only to love, but to wealth and abundance and prosperity and vitality and connection, intimacy, joy, everything in life. Um, it's a softer, gentler, easier avenue for opening into the infinite streams uh, that already exist and await us. When we combine that trusting, beautiful feeling with excitement and vitality and joy, we become an irresistible magnet to the love that is available to us. It's like um, the difference between setting a goal, a G-O-A-L, a goal to be in love, and, and to set the intention to simply be love, be that energy, and then that and then magnet and then it's magnetized back to us because it's who we are. When we be love, when we are love, we are that energy of love, we're not setting a goal to get it or to get someone to give it to us. We're offering it, we're being it, and then it's magnetized back to us because it's who we are. So our experiences are going to reflect our upgraded patterns. So life is, is only showing us our patterns of thought in every moment and expectation. That's why we're either thriving in love or depriving ourselves of it. Oftentimes, without even realizing the energy that we're contributing to those patterns. But that's precisely why I'm talking about this here today, because awareness equals power, authentic power, divine power. And the most important thing, or one of the most important things that I've come to realize when it comes to this topic of love and relationships is that all of our relationships, our romantic partners, friends, our children, our family, our experience of them is, is rooted in our relationship with ourselves first and foremost. So when we devote time to nurturing uh, a connection, a relationship, a reunion with ourselves, uh, our relationships with others will reflect that.
because anytime we are disconnected with ourselves, with that relationships with our that relationship with our own heart, we become dependent upon others for happiness in our relationships. And yet as human beings it's highly unlikely that we're going to you know, that we are um that we're not going to feel that way at times. You know, sometimes we do get disconnected from our hearts. But that said, we don't have to live that way an entire lifetime or longer than a day or a week or a month. You know, yes, there are going to be moments when we all become imbalanced or, or find it easier to blame others um, or, you know, just not feel connected. Um, but that is something that we can more often, well, it's something we can shift so that we learn to connect with our hearts more and more. Because the more we connect with our own hearts, the more we naturally cultivate our capacity for connecting with others. And what I've come to realize is that when we notice discord in any of our relationships, it's really just an indication and an opportunity for us to go inside ourselves and give ourselves more love than ever. Because uh, we only lash out or blame or um, all of that when we haven't been giving ourselves the love, the nurturing, the attention um, that our soul is crying out for, that our hearts are crying out for. And this may be one of our greatest challenges here on planet Earth is realizing that we are always, even and especially when we don't think we are, the source of all the love or the lack of love that we see mirrored back to us in our relationships. All that we attract is just a divinely designed opportunity offering us the option to refine our ability to love ourselves with greater compassion than ever. From the soul perspective, everything that we experience is an invitation into greater layers and levels of self-love, a reunion with our soul, a reunion with our heart. And what I see very clearly is that even through moments and periods and when I certainly didn't want to see this clearly, that the qualities in others that trigger our patience and propel us into a state of judgment are really just magnified external reflections of the parts of ourselves that need the most love, that need the most attention, that need the most uh, care, love, concern, nurturing. Um, when we begin to see every person every circumstance or challenge as a giant neon flashing sign from the universe reminding us of the parts of ourselves that we need to embrace with greater love and acceptance, that's when we step into the role of a conscious creator and experiencer of our reality. When we stop feeling disappointed by others and instead celebrate their presence as a gift, reminding us to stop feeling disappointed with ourselves, then we can lighten up in every way. When we stop blaming others and begin owning these beautiful divine reflections outside of ourselves as just an opportunity to love ourselves more, we're liberated from the inside out. When we stop trying to change or resolve the external reality that is simply mirroring what we most need to embrace internally, we begin to see ourselves in life in its purest state. When we reach a point where we can begin to celebrate the reflection of ourselves and others as an opportunity instead of a punishment, we're free. When we reach a point where we can begin to celebrate the reflection of ourselves in others, 
as an opportunity instead of a punishment, we're liberated and free. Because in this space, we awaken, we remember, we surrender, we allow ourselves to shine, we get empowered. You know, we shine more brightly, which is precisely what we are intended to do. We are truly the beginning and the end, the infinite, the ever-expanding source of all that we give and all that we receive. We are the, the tuners of our frequency and the choosers of our thoughts and feelings and beliefs and actions and responses. We are the ones who determine the quality and the depth of our highs and the lows. We are the labelers of what we perceive to be right and wrong or good or bad. We really are the source of our own freedom and bondage. We're the source of our own healing, uh, and which healing is really just a return to our innate wholeness, which is rooted in our own capacity for dwelling in a state of harmony and love. So any healing that we perceive as being necessary, it really can't occur outside of ourselves. Any symptom that we notice is just another opportunity to embrace the aspects of ourselves that we've been rejecting or that we feel we must fix or change or resolve because it's bad. And, you know, the real cure, the, the real cure to any ailment or disease, which is just a lack of internal ease or, or our natural state of flow, the real cure to any ailment, disease, or pain that we experience is integrating all parts of ourselves to allow for our return to inner worthiness and wholeness. This is the space where miracles are abundant and ever-flowing because they can thrive in this cultivated space of self-love and self-honor. And this is the space that we deserve, every single one of us deserves to dwell in uh, whenever and as often as we choose. And it's a frequency, not a place. It is a vibrational state of being, a vibrational frequency that, that we choose to feel and inhabit rather than something that occurs someplace or in some way outside of us. It's a decision to allow ourselves to love ourselves more deeply than ever, more completely, more fully than ever before. And self-love and acceptance it really is the core, the root, the anchor from which all else expands. Because as we anchor that self-love into our daily internal experience, the outer world naturally begins to reflect back to us the relationships, uh, you know, whether it's with our romantic partner, uh, our family members, our children, our clients, colleagues, our pets, nature, and all the experiences that correspond to that feeling and frequency. You know, that's what's reflected back to us because we really are just eternal energy <laughs> in human form. We are both the creator and the created. And once we claim our divinely designed role as the source of our own love or fear, joy or sorrow, the source of our own peace or chaos, the source of our own healing or pain, the source of nurturing or avoidance, of expression, of passion and excitement or suppression, the source of vitality or disease, or the source of our own contentment or discord, of remembrance or repression, and we are the source of our own acceptance or denial. 
Once we realize that and we claim our divinely designed role as the source of all of that, we're liberated and free. And the most important thing to remember is we can't condemn someone else without also condemning ourselves. So when we're making peace with our relationships, uh, it's not about joyfully reuniting in, in, the, in the present or getting back together with an old partner. It's about getting back together with us and who we are at our core. Um, and that's how we are free in the present moment to give and receive more love than ever. So if it comes to or when it comes to past relationships, uh, connections with parents, divorces, um, or any any relationships that weren't so healthy, it's not about anything other than inner peace. Um, it's about celebrating them for the gift and the opportunity they brought and they sh- that they showed to us, that they gifted us with, um, to enter into greater and greater levels of awareness and love, you know, for ourselves and for life. And so this is all about cultivating greater inner peace. And here's a hugely, hugely fascinating, almost mind-blowing thing that I've learned. And that is that we actually do have control over the way others respond, not to life, but to us. You know why? Because it's a reflection of the energy that we're putting out that they're responding to. So if they weren't anywhere in the neighborhood of energy that we were putting out, we wouldn't even attract them into our experience. So when I say control, it's not a manipulative kind of control. What I mean is we have the ability to determine how others are going to respond to us many times because their behavior is always in response to what we're showing them. And it may not be how they're responding or reacting to others or life, but it's how they're going to respond to us because it's always a mirror reflection. The world and the universe It only brings us people and experiences that align with aspects of us that are activated in each moment. And clearly that changes from moment to moment. So to put it simply, and as hard as it is for us to accept at times, we only get back what we put out. So as I continually repeat on this show, it's never about luck. Our relationships and our experiences of love They're never about luck. It's about the energy signal that we're putting out. Um, We're not doomed to certain kind of relationships, nor are we doomed to a lifetime being deprived of love. You know, we have to be the energy of love, celebrate it, and cultivate it inside of us more and more often. We We have to decide that we want to cultivate that that we want to feel it within us first. And then we can't help but synchronize with it in our outer world. And another thing that's worth sharing here uh, that I have very clearly learned from my near-death experience is that we're not here to be tested in this life, and we're not here to be judged for failing either. We are here to evolve to see ourselves clearly for the beautiful beings that we are. And remember, like I shared at the top of the show, the word evolve has the love, the word love contained within it. The first four letters of the word evolve is the word love spelled backwards. So again, they're intertwined. They're, they're eternally linked. One cannot expand without the other. So 
as I wind up today's show, I invite you to ask yourself some questions. Beginning today, am I committed to allowing myself to thrive in love? Or will I continue to hold myself away from it? Will I celebrate myself as the incredibly dynamic, unique, perfectly imperfect being of light that is 100% worthy and deserving of love beginning right now? And will I finally choose to see through a new empowered lens, empowered eyes, and look at myself and others through the lens of love instead of through the lens of lack and loss? I truly hope that you begin to see feel, acknowledge, and celebrate yourself as the purely capable, beautiful, empowered, and of course, incredibly lovable being that I see you as in this moment. The being that I know you to be, because if you take nothing else away from today's show, just allow me to be the catalyst, the messenger from your soul, reminding you that all is well. If you just take that, then you are progressing beautifully. And there's so much love and beauty ahead of you. I want to thank you for coming on this ride with me today, this love journey, riding the love train with me. It is always an honor honor to spend this time with you. I'm sending waves and waves of love and light and gratitude from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, offer it to everyone you encounter today or tonight, wherever you happen to be in the world, and have a wonderful week. And do not hesitate to reach out to me. You can go to the website at carriemurphy.com uh, or straighttalkforthesoul.com. You can email us at carrie at carriemurphy.com or join me on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes. Uh, on iTunes, it's the Carrie Murphy Show for this show and Straight Talk for the Show for the Soul for my other series. You can also join me on Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram. I really want to stay connected and build this uh, bridge of love between our hearts, between shows. So just remember that between now and our next uh, show here, give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, uh, own that amazing glow of yours, ignite your inner wings of love, (laughs) and just remember to let love in my friends let love in uh you deserve this i will see you all back here in this beautiful amazing wonderful playground of light uh next week everybody bye-bye Thank you for listening to The Carrie Murphy Show, straight talk for the soul. As a soul success coach, best-selling author, media personality, and founder and CEO of Empowerment Coaching Solutions, Carrie is on a mission to awaken and inspire millions globally. You can visit Carrie's website and success store and check out all of her coaching programs, books, classes, and events by going to www.carrymurphy.com. That's C-A-R-I-M-U-R-P-H-Y dot com. 
While you're there, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And then return here to join Carrie for some straight talk for the soul.